Welcome back to Free Talk. This is Shani. And this is Aya. Every Monday, you can get in on the Free Talk. So remember to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. Today, we're going to talk about French. La langue d'amour, or the language of love. The official languages in Canada are English and French. Also, because we live in Quebec, it's best to know both languages. French is spoken all over the world, from Europe to Africa, Asia, and Israel, just to name a few. Just to add that learning a second language empowers you. I have always believed that, maybe even a third. So I guess the first question is, do you speak French? I do. I would say I speak French enough to um, converse with people who speak French, even if it's, you know, from different countries other than here. Um, I understand enough to, to read. So I think, yeah, my French is pretty good. What about you? Yeah, I would say right now my French is adequate. Like you, like you said, I could speak, read, understand people. Um, at one time I was a little bit more fluent, which I miss. Actually, I miss it. Um, but it was when I started working for American companies, that's when I started to lose it. Yeah, that's the thing. The, the thing is, if it's like anything. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Yes. So that's the part that I feel I lack. I lack the practice. But I know enough, so it's stuck with me. So I can converse. But yes, yeah, sometimes when I'm speaking French, obviously, um, with a French person, they would say certain things, and then I would be like, "Ooh, it's it's <laughs> like I'm thinking in English." So it's like, "How we oui, je um yeah totally." Yes. So it's it's like since I don't use it as often, that's why sometimes I get kind of stuck. Yeah, that's it. You know, because even with going to the grocery stores and maybe you can use it but nowadays everybody's english so i really don't use it anymore here mm. so that's that's the little down part of it but i wanted to know like when did you learn french how did you learn it like when well, when did it stick with you um for me obviously i wasn't born here so it wasn't like out the first grade but when i did come here uh when i was 10 they put us directly in french school Okay. So that's why I started to learn it. In the beginning, it was a bit of a struggle, obviously, because it's a language I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. But because I was, I guess, immersed in it, I had no choice. So it was something that was easier to pick up eventually. So that's when I, I would say when I was 10 is when I learned it. And I learned it in school, obviously, in primary school, um, standard five. Uh, when I came to Montreal and the first school I went to was St. Jean Baptiste mm-hmm. and that is like as French as you can get so <laughs> most of my friends already spoke the language and one of the cool things actually was um, one of the guys that was there he spoke English French and Spanish so all of us who spoke English he helped us out and all of the other kids who spoke Spanish he helped them so basically everyone was helped by this one guy to at least start our French and understand what the teacher is saying. So I really appreciated that from him. And from then on, I only went to French school. What about you? When did you start? Um, actually from birth, because what happened with... Um, Wait, my, you started from birth? 
birth, literally from birth. Because okay. my my parents, well, they had my older brother first, and they realized that he wasn't, because um, they put him in English school, because my dad was already in, in school here. So he went straight to English school, and he wasn't picking up the French. So like, the French was minimal in the English school. So he wasn't picking it up well. And my dad is a teacher. So for him, it's, you learn. Like, wherever you're from, and you're going to immerse yourself in the culture, you learn. That's it. That's all. So for him, it was, yes, you have the English to learn, but learn the French as well. Um, so when I was born six years later, um, he, they, they made sure that with my mom, not my mom, my, my dad spoke to me in French and English. And then when I was at the age to go to school at four, um, pre-kindergarten, because they had that during that time, I think they have it now again too. But during that time, that pre-kindergarten, they put me in French school. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. From then, like, cause I guess because it's the teacher mode in him, he's like, once you're in a culture, you learn the culture and that's it. You know, the fundamentals have to be applied. That's good though, that um, you were able to start so early and the fact that your dad kind of, well, no, he basically spoke to you in both languages so you'll get used to it. Because yeah. that's the one thing I didn't have. Um, my parents are from the Caribbean. They spoke English, they spoke Trini. So um, <laughs> they, like I couldn't converse with them. So what was great is that obviously my older sister was with me and she's not you know, that much older than me, just a year and a bit. So we spoke to each other in French and that was kind of oh, that's cool. the motivator. Yeah. yeah. I, well, because I guess my dad was the teacher and when he was on his island, because he, he, he's not from here either, but when he, before he left to come here, he learned um, English, well, obviously English, um, <laughs> French, <laughs> French and Spanish. So they, nice. they were able to learn that before leaving. I mean, over there, um, they had the choice and he learned both, especially since he knew he was coming here. He applied himself really well. So I guess that was his motivation. Yeah, the teacher in him yeah. made him really feel like, no, I'm going to learn this and because he's going to use it since he was coming here. So Yeah. yeah. And plus, he's, that's how he was. He's just a person that loves to learn. So the more he can learn, the, the, the better it was, I guess, for him. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, because yeah. learning French, like I told you in the beginning, was kind of difficult uh, just because it's not something that I was ever used to. Mm-hmm. But the great thing is that after, you know, you start picking it up. And the great thing is if you learn it when you're young, it's going to stick with you. Exactly. Like, yes, yeah, you may forget things here and there, but it'll stick with you because it's put in the brain of a, of a child who is still developing. So, yes. you know, and I think that's why I could use it today just because, yeah, I learned it young enough to, to retain it. Yes. And I made sure that um, even with my um, nieces and nephews that my, um, they they were put in French, even though they had to come out at a certain age. Because even for me, I had to transfer from grade three into English. And same with my nieces and nephews. At grade three, they were transferred from French to English. Um, but for some reason, they retained it. My, my oh, little good. brother as well. You know, grade three, he was transferred from French to English. And I, I can't even compare it to him. <laughs> but is it because... Is it because you guys were born here why you were transferred to English school? 
Not necessarily because my older brother was born here and he, he never, I don't know. He just never, as smart as he is, he never got the French language. He can speak it, but you mm. can tell that it's broken, you know? Oh, okay. No, because yeah. the reason why I ask that is because um, since my dad did not go to school here, he went in Trinidad, we had no choice but to go to a French school. It wasn't an option. Oh, because my dad went to school here. When he came here, he was, what, 21, I believe? So with the laws back then, if you had gone to school here around that age, your kids can go to school in English. In English. Oh, okay, yes. okay. That makes sense, yeah. But Because at first... I'm sorry? No, because at first, uh, when we didn't go to school in English, I found that strange, that basically we didn't have the choice yeah and then they said because you see like your dad went to school here if they did not french is the only option you'll have yeah and there was some um regulation with parti quebecois and all that stuff where um if you were if you had gone to um if your parents had gone to school in english you had to be going to school in english and so that's why i had to have been transferred from um french to english at grade three. Oh. yeah so I had okay. no choice but to change. Yeah. My mom, my mom said it took me like a, almost a whole year to learn to read in 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 English. Oh, because you were so immersed in the French. Yeah, because I love French. I love French. I really, really love French. I don't know what it is. I love languages as well, but yeah, I loved it. But on, honestly, I'm I'm really I'm happy. Like I know there are political stuff behind all this, but I am happy that we were we had we didn't have a choice mm -hmm. because, you know, basically it gave me an extra skill. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that. Especially living here and come back. It's fundamental, I believe, to learn the both languages, which is why I've always pushed my, my sister-in-laws um, and my brother, obviously, to, um, to always put their kids in French so they can mm -hmm. learn because it's so important. It's it so is. important. Even if you don't live here in Quebec, I mean, living anywhere else, learn the, the second language of that place because it is, it gives you so much more opportunity in life. You know what I mean? That's true. It really does. Mm. So now that we're kind of talking about French, yay, we learned it. What did you find difficult about learning French? Because I never really knew the difference. I never had a, a difficulty in it, um, but from what I hear, I'm from, okay, I'm not going to say that. Sorry, I'm going to backtrack a bit. The only thing I had difficulty in with French, and I think even the French people have this issue, is with the verbs. I yeah. think even, even in English, people with the verbs. <laughs> yeah, but in English, you could get away with certain things. But in French, and, you can't. No. Exactly. It'll sound off. Yes. So that was a little bit difficult. Um, even now teaching my daughter her verbs, I'm like, I have to explain it to her. I'm like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I use it properly, but I just don't know the applications of it anymore. You know, that, that's mm, all. Yeah. Uh, I think, again, like everybody else, the verbs uh, and the tense that you have to put it in is what mm -hmm. makes it a bit difficult. Just yeah. because I feel French has more um, differences in verb usage than English does. Because English is, well, for the most part, simple. It's either it's in the past, it's in the present, it's in the future. 
and then French tacks on a, an extra five versions. Like, it, is it how far in the past? Like, is it in the present, but are you actually doing it? It's just, they have more that you have to learn pertaining to verbs. So that's the part as well that I found difficult. Also, um, funny enough, just to, uh, I think yesterday I had to go by my dad because he was moving out. So obviously, guess where I left all my papers? And then I kind of started looking through my reports from school. And in a lot of subjects, obviously, if I'm passionate about it, I'm going to be in the high 90s. Mm-hmm. In, in certain parts in French, like French here, just to give everybody an idea, you have oral French, obviously. Um, you have written French and you have lecture. Right. Please tell me the English word. Lecture. Thank you. I forgot my English. <laughs> Anyways, so you have to pass all those three, obviously, and then you have the extra, like, what have you actually learned? And wh- in the beginning, when it came to um, writing, I had a lot of issues because of the verbs. Yeah. Oral is easy. I like to talk, so once I say it right, I'm good with that. And um, with literature, obviously, you have to read out everything. Right. So that. I passed just for passing it, but those are the things that I struggled with in school with French. It's really, uh, I, I could write out everything till kingdom come, but I saw a lot of red markings around the tense that I use for my mm-hmm. verb. So yeah, that's the part that I feel that most people struggle with, but yeah. once you get it, you get it. Yeah, that's it. That's what I feel yeah. too. Um, so just to switch it up, what's mm-hmm. easy? Um... For me, um, the conversation, just having a nice, normal conversation doesn't have to be, um, I, I don't know, to a, a, an official or whatever, but just having a nice, normal conversation, maybe with the guy at the corner store or with your grocery person, or even just like a friend who's bilingual or grew up French, you know, um, just those easy conversations can help you uh, with the French, you know? It can yeah. make it easier for you. Yeah. Because what I found easy with French, weirdly enough, it's the pronunciation. To me, that was kind of the easiest thing that I could get out of it. Like when they told me a word, pronouncing it was easy. Because even yeah. now, when I speak French, people are like, they, they assume they're like, wait, are you from like Haiti yes. or some kind of French country? They always say that. Yes. Because I think French is close or... Spanish is the closest to French. And since I grew up in the Caribbean, a lot of things are in Spanish. So I already had an ear for Spanish. So when it came to the French, rolling the R's and doing all that, it was just that, that to me, that was the easiest thing, the pronunciation yeah. of the language. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I believe so too. Um, well, the third language I had learned was um, actually Spanish. So um, that helped with just learning. Um, the tenses or keeping the language in my mind as well, fresh, because Spanish has a lot of, um, you know, French words, French pronunciations, things like that. So that helped as well. And um, I just love languages, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So you said going to the grocery store and everything. Is that the only place that you use French today? Like in your daily life? Like right now, like right now this year? Yes. Okay, at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Not even yeah. the corner store. Just the grocery <laughs> store. I'm not joking. 
But you you live in Laval. You would swear there's a lot of French. Not in my section. Uh, Not in my section. Nope. I use French when I go to stores, obviously because I live in a French area. So mm-hmm. grocery store, corner store, pharmacy. I'm usually speaking in French unless I totally forget it one day and then I speaking in English. Yeah. And I used it at work while while we were working, obviously. Um, but I find all the places I've worked, there will be one or two people that are truly Quebecois and they'll be speaking French. Mm-hmm. So those are the only two people that I can converse with in French. Yes. And also, like I said, I live in a French area. So the people in my building, if I see them, we're usually greeting with, you know, bonjour more than hi. Like yeah. most people are speaking French here. So I use it. I still don't feel that I use it use it enough to say like, yeah, my French is getting better. I just use it for greetings and to say, can I have this? Can I have that? And what I have done, uh, this is just for me, but what I've done is I love the series Sailor Moon. So what I did was I bought the um, comic version in French. Let's see if that helps me kind of get better at it and retain yeah. everything. But mm-hmm. it has to be something that I like doing for me to use the French other than speaking. Exactly. It's true. Um, I did use it um, with this, the job I had while I'm off because of the coronavirus. I'm still off right now, but I was using it at the job I had. But then the French people who were there were trying to learn English. So that didn't work. <laughs> You know, so it was just, it was just a funny situation. So yes, I lost a lot of my French this year. A lot. Well, then maybe we should make a French episode. Yes, I think we should. <laughs> I thought you were going to disagree with me and say, no, nope. why would we do that? I but would never, you never do that. know. Yes, exactly. Never know. <laughs> so um, one thing that I noticed uh, from, I guess, after I finished school, Mm-hmm. Uh, when I go on the bus and stuff, uh, the new generation, they, I'm not saying all of them, but they don't speak French. They speak Franglais. So they would say, like, I, I could retain this one phrase that I heard all the time. What are you going to do ce weekend or qu'est-ce que tu vas faire le weekend? I feel that they blend English and French so much that... French could unfortunately be lost here if they keep doing that. It's not an issue to do it. It's just that I hear it in a lot of phrases. Like they'll start in French and then finish the same sentence in English or vice versa. And I think that's because of um, who they hang around with or who they interact with. Um, But what I did notice in Paris is it's the same thing that's happening over there as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I thought in Paris, like they have certain words that are staple English so that's why it's in their phrases but it's just here I thought like they're blending it to an extent of it's a new language with you know both emerged yeah it's more here because you know Quebecois is more they're more lax on their words um so Parisians are yeah they're more stick just more sticking to um their concrete words but anywhere they can get their um uh, how would you talk that they're uh, not influences, but they're um, oh, there's a certain word for that. It's I guess street words you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, they would put it in. I guess it's because of oh. the younger generation. 
Yeah, but adding urban language is not a bad. Well, I don't think it really hurts anything. It's just you know, it's a, it's like a slang that's thrown in. Yes, that's the word slang. Yeah. But um, it's just that I feel here it's merging into something new. <laughs> and that's because they're trying to, to learn the both of them or speak to both of them to help. I don't know, maybe help their friend understand more. From what I hear with my own brother. Um, it's a mix of, um, if he doesn't understand, if he doesn't remember one of the words, you throw in the English word and continue that's French. Me. You know, that's <laughs> me. That happens to me all the time. I could be speaking English and then I'll, one word in English escapes me. Yeah. I'm like, oh shoot. Okay. But I know it in French. So please bear with me. Yeah. That happens to me. Uh, yeah. Once yeah. in a while as well. So that's what, that's what's happening. They're just throwing the English and then continue in French. Yeah. It's just that it's not a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just wondering if that's like it's just the, the best way to go about it. Just because no. the thing is, most languages, as we know, well, most languages, some languages are a blend of other languages. Mm-hmm. You know, like they take certain things from Latin, they take certain things from a different, and then a new language emerges. It's just right. that I guess because I'm so used to English being English and French being French, that when I hear that mix, it just sounds a little different. Yeah. So I, I didn't know if that was really something that was like frequent or it was just me and like, I, I'm just hearing that. But yeah, yeah, I just hope it's not something that's going to have the French language, you know. Change. Be, be an ancient language that we once knew <laughs> because it's so, you know, that's know. because like you said, it's a beautiful language. So it would be great if, you know, the generations to come know how to speak it even if later on, you know, they also do, as they say, franglais, it's fine. But hopefully they'll learn the language in all its beauty. Yes. And use it. Exactly. When they're, you know, within the work environment, they know the French. And then if they're with the French, they can do their own lingo. True, true. Yeah. So what helped you learn French uh, other than school? Um, for me, it's... Personally, it's conversation, but what I notice for the kids these days, um, especially with my daughter being in, in elementary school, um, the French teachers have been pushing um, Duolingo. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they actually like it. They seem to respond better to it and learn faster. Um, another one that um, I think you had mentioned before, Rosetta Stone. Um was also an, a really, I think it's a really old one, but it's more a little bit complicated. So it's, I would say it's more for adults. Um, but now there's actually Babel. So if you're not, if you're not a French per se, like literally not from here, and you're like American or whatever, apparently Babel is very good for you. I don't know because I haven't tried, so I can't give you the the um, intimates of it. But from what I've seen on commercials, what I've read about it, it's it's for people who um, want to learn who are not from Quebec or France want to learn. This is the best way to learn. Oh, yeah, I've never uh, I've never used that. Obviously, because I, uh, we speak the language, so I, I didn't even know that application was out there. Yeah. But the way I um, learned French, or what helped me other than school, was literally um, listening to French programs. 
so when I was young, I listened to a lot of French programs. Like as soon as I came home from school, you know, usually you watch your cartoons. Mm-hmm. I would put it on French. Like my dad, we, obviously we had our own TV and I would just be watching French. And I think because I kept watching uh, French shows, it kind of integrated what I already knew and gave me a chance to kind of have the language sit with me. And also what helped me was listening to the music. Like I have um, some, like there's some artists that I really like out there who are from Quebec and um, listening to their music, I bought their CDs. So I listened to it all the time. And that kind of just helped me always have the French. Yeah. So I feel whenever you're trying to learn a new language, watching shows in that language or even if you're the movies you know it has the option to switch it to french spanish whatever you want yes doing that will integrate it even more into your 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 mind so the language will will come easier to you because you're always hearing it yeah that's what i'm trying to do with my daughter right now because um her french is not obviously as good as mine um, so I'm trying to make her watch more shows in French, um, even if she's seen them in English before. Actually, I would think it'd be better because she already knows the show, not watching French, you know, and just yeah. learning the lingo. So I'm trying to do that with her. Um, and then, yeah, just just continually doing it all the time um, makes it better for you. you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nous aimerions vous dire quelques applications à utiliser pour apprendre le français. We would like to tell you some applications to use to learn French. Il y a Duolingo et Rosetta Stone qui sont très connus. There's Duolingo and Rosetta Stone that are known. Nous aimerions vous en donner quelques autres. We would like to give you a few more. Le conjugueur, which will help you with verbs. Brainscape French that has over 10,000 audio flashcards for the most common French words, phrases, and sentence structures. And lastly, French Translator Dictionary Plus, because a dictionary really helps. Okay, so what is our quote for this episode? Learn continually. There's always one more thing to learn. Yes. I really, really uh, feel this quote because I always feel that there's always one more thing. Like, we would go to school, learn something, and then go out into the world and assume okay, we have done our learning part, we're good to go. But I feel even if you are in the thick of things, you're at your job, whatever, there's always something something else that you can add to what you already know. So that's how I strongly feel it for languages. I feel that you can learn the first, let's say, 500 words, and then you're able to at least have conversations. But remember, there's more words, there's more phrases, there's always something more that you can learn. Exactly. Um, I feel the same way as well. There's always more to learn. And I don't know if it's because I like the research um, aspect of my life, because I've always been loving to do research and learning more. So that's where it comes from. It's just 
get as much as you can, draw as much as you can from the, the thing you're learning. In this instance, for me, it's French, and, and, and put it out in the world. Um, ironically enough, learning French and learning it as much as I learned it, I went to New York at one point in my life, and I had to use it. Because in New York, yes, funny enough, <laughs> um, my cousin was putting on a festival, and there was a lot of Haitian people there, and a few of them had just arrived and didn't know how to speak English. So I applied my French, and it was it was just it gives you a good feeling to know that you've helped somebody understand the rules, the regulations, and just you know go about their day and not have to worry about a stumbling block you know that i love that i just i love seeing that i love you know helping i i have no problems with it yeah i find that's cool and you just reminded me um my cousin she's a singer in trinidad and a lot of the times she wants to like when she does her posters or her um you know anything to let everyone know where to go to see her or to see the choir um she always says oh she always sends me a, a text message could you translate this for me in french oh, so nice. she can have multiple languages because you know you want everyone to be able to understand what you're doing so okay my french helped in that way i guess yes. uh, um i am translating for a lot of people now uh not no hardcore stuff but yeah i yes. think that's a good thing yeah and it's perfect because right now i'm learning dutch for my cousin's I mean, we always speak English to them, but sometimes even with them, they're like, oh, what does that mean again in English? And they're like, so it's, it's just ev ever evolving. It doesn't have to just stop in French. It can go bigger. <laughs> That's true. Because in my case, as you know, um, I'm learning Chinese and it's a continuous learning process. And I absolutely love learning it. I mm -hmm. can't wait till I could actually apply it or have enough in my, you know, in my system to speak it with other people. For yes. now, I just say the simple things. And since we are home, I don't know why I did this, but I took it on myself to now start learning to write Korean. Eventually, I hope to speak it as well, but it's just, I feel with languages or with anything, it's just that we're using languages today because that, that's something that, you know, a lot of people have interest in. And I think learning a new language is a great thing to do. And you don't always have to learn the entirety of the language, mm -hmm. but at least if you know the, the basics, you know, the greetings and everything. And in my case, I like to write a lot. So writing in different languages is just, it's like art to me. So even if I don't actually go out there and speak it, yeah, I'll write a whole novel in a different <laughs> language just to write it because oh, I like nice. how it looks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Ah, yes. You can go on and on about this. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, it is a marvel. This is the end of another episode of Free Talk. This has been Aya and Shani. Email us your comments at freetalk.ca at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. Thank you for joining us. Today we talked about our experiences with French. What languages have you learned or want to try and learn? Let us know. Until the next episode of Free Talk, be safe out there. Bye. Au revoir.